0: Fill that out during the message today. We are in a special Sunday, and uh, we are in a Sunday we call Vision Sunday, and um, we take time every year to push pause. I'm going to fall backwards here in a second, okay? So that's what's going to happen. We take time every year to push pause on the series so that we can stop and talk about vision, because vision is huge for us. You say, why? Well, vision is the driving factor behind everything that we do here as a church, uh, in fact, the things that we decide to do and or not to do are driven by our vision statement. We, we compare. We've got great ideas, and we go, okay, will this drive forward what God has sent us to do? And if the answer is no, we don't do it. If the answer is yes, we go for it. We, we push forward. And the reason we do this is because of what Proverbs 29:18 says. It says, if people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves, in other words, if you lack clarity for what God's plan and purpose for your life is, what his vision for your life is, if you lack clarity, well, then you're going to fumble all over yourself trying to figure out what to do. You're going to try a little bit of this. You're going to try a little bit of that. It, it, it doesn't make any sense for you to do that. You need clarity in your life, in your personal life, but in the organizations that you're a part of, in your home, in your church, on the job. Clarity is something that is needed so that you know what to do, Right? If you know what's expected of you, if you know what the vision is, you can do it. One scripture says that, write the vision, make it plain, so people that see it can run with it, man. That's what we want to do. And so I want clarity for your life. The verse continues and says, but when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. Now, that's what I want for you. I want you the most blessed that you can be in your life. But if you can't see what God is doing, if you can't see his vision for your life, you can't receive that blessing. But if you can see it, if you can see it, if you follow that, then you'll be most blessed. blessed, And that's what I want for you. So today I'm going to take some time to talk vision with you. And the service is kind of broken up into two halves. And I'm going to talk really, really fast. But the first half is, hey, here's what we've done. Here's what the vision has driven this year for us so far in 2019 And I'll share a a little bit about where we're going from there. And then I've got an encouraging message from the Lord for those of you uh, that for everybody actually here in this place in this space. So here we go. We're gonna start off with celebrating some numbers, and here's why: because numbers matter to God. You say, well, Aaron, it is numbers, it's not all about the numbers and who's coming to your church. No, no, no. Listen, every number that I'm gonna share with you at some point in time represents a person, and people matter to God. In fact, he demonstrated how numbers matter to us when he told three parables in Luke. Three stories. One was about the the sheep. He said he'll leave 99 to go after the one. Yeah, that's a number, by the way. There was 10 coins and one was lost. The whole house got flipped upside down looking for the Yeah, there were two brothers and one of them stayed behind and the father kept looking for the Yeah, numbers matter to God because they represent people. So I'm going to share some numbers with you uh, that that are really important. Here they are. The numbers are 8, 57, 52, 25, 232. Here they go. 8 is the number of people that have been baptized so far this year. All right, here we go. 57 is the number of people that have said yes to Jesus so far this year. 52 people have began and completed the growth track this year. And $25,232 is the amount of money that this church so far has given to missions, church plants, and local outreaches. Come on, somebody. Those are some good numbers. Now, as far as our year goes, we've, we we uh, usually and regularly have events that we've attended, and we are part of. uh, And just to share those with you real quick, uh, the XL Marriage Conference we did earlier this year, and a whole bunch of you crazy people invested in your marriages and went and strengthened them at the XL Marriage Conference. We did our Dream Team Party this summer. It was a little too cold to get into the pool, but we still had pizza and fellowship. Amen, everybody? Dream Team Party, by the way, is when we celebrate. Everything's on us. We take care of it, and we celebrate those of you that help us make the dream work here. We push the vision forward. Part of the we were part of the Fourth of July parade where we gave out thirty three bikes to brand new bikes to boys and girls as we walked through the parade on the Fourth of July. We did our very first vacation Bible school on our own. We had partnered with another church before this year. We did it completely on our own, and uh, that was such a huge success. The kids loved that. And uh, let's keep rolling here. Missions, as far as missions go, our local and international investments. First, our local. Uh, investing into the Dream Center. So we set, we have sent two teams this year, each in our spring and our summer uh, grow group seasons. We sent teams to the Dream Center. They serve there every single week. In addition to giving them funds, the Heart Food Pantry, we continue to give them 1% of every dollar that comes in here. That's feeding people, guys. Uh, in addition to that, we picked up local missionaries to the Ohio State University, Kenji and Sierra Kuriyama, and then we've continued to support, even though we don't house the Nepali language classes here in our community, we've continued to support them. We had an opportunity to buy them 625 dollars worth of classroom supplies. On the international front, we've continued to give, and uh, we had picked up a new partner in Estonia. Her name's Kirsten Edinger. She is a missionary there. We've continued to invest in our, our El Salvadorian missionaries, the Triplets. And the Struss family in Indonesia, my goodness, God is good in what he has allowed us to do. Amen. This year, we also went to Honduras. We took 24 crazy people to Honduras. And man, we went, went and visited two different centers in Honduras. And uh, we have 50 plus kids sponsored there, so much so that they are having to work to get more kids available because they're all sponsored. They're all taken care of right now as we speak, which is a wonderful blessing. But we went at both locations, did maintenance. We uh, stripped and sanded and stained some desks at one place and painted and beautified uh, another location, as well as each location purchased computer labs for those kids to have opportunities that they wouldn't have without your generosity. If you're interested in the mission trip, we'll have an interest meeting on October 6th coming up. And one last thing to share with you as far as where our year has been church plants. Now, last year we planted our very first church, Harmony Church, uh, and this year things have gone a little different. Um, So many of you are under the impression that I work only on Sundays. That's cute. And uh, some of the things you don't know that your pastor does, I am a coach. And so I am the coaching team lead for the state of Ohio through the Ohio Church Multiplication Network. I also do coaching through Church Multiplication Network, which is a national level, and uh, I'm also on the C3 Network's lead team, which is the network that planted our church, and so I invest regularly in church planners. And so there are six churches I want to share with you that we've been investing in this year as a church. I I spend time with these guys on a monthly phone call. They can call anytime we want, but I coach them on a monthly basis. First is Mercy Base in Plainfield, Indiana. They launch in two weeks, y'all. September 14th, they're launching in Plainfield, Indiana. Home Church in Los Angeles, California, they launch in 2020. New Life Church in Bakersfield, California, 2020. Kingdom Impact Church, which is right here in Columbus, Ohio, 2020. Short Pump Community Church in Short Pump, Virginia. Isn't that a cool name? <laughs> Launching in 2020. And Harmony Church, we continue to coach them. God, it's been an incredible year, and I am thankful for all God has allowed us to do. Can we give him some praise right now, please? <laughs> now, let me just share with you, uh, that, that's where we've been so far, and you say, man, you got, y'all are an active church, and I think y'all love it that way, and uh, that's really awesome. So uh, let me tell you how we're going to finish, and, and if you want, I'm going to give you a whole lot of dates and stuff. They're just going to go up here on the screen, and I'm going to kind of tell you where we're going as far as what's upcoming for you uh, and for us as a church, uh, and, and if you want to write them down, you can, but, but know that, that some of these things I'm going to share are opportunities for you to grow in your generosity for you to, to grow and give above your normal givings or your normal tithes and offerings to, to, to begin praying about, God, how would you have me be involved in these? We call it intentional generosity where we make preparations for them. So you'll note those coming up. First, I wanna give you a facility update. Many of you, um, you don't know, but we moved into this place in this space uh, with, with the intent and heart that, hey, we, we would spend some time here and kind of figure out if our churches made sense to merge together, there are two churches that meet into this in this building, Vineyard and Simple Church. They they meet in the auditorium down that way, and we meet down here. And uh, there was a decision made a few months ago that we would not be merging, and that's okay. Just know that that's okay. What that means is is we're on a hunt for our next facility. So, I'll just say this: we are expanding that search right now, looking for where that can be. I have no answers, but I would love for you as a church. To be joining us and praying about what our next facility can look like because man listen i've already been talking to the dream center and i want to bring services to the east side out this way for the Dream Center to serve those in our homeless community. I've already been talking to the Heart Food Pantry. would love to be able to house them in our next building. I, I've got plans for services for the, 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 uh, the refugees that are being brought here to Reynoldsburg and for those that are in recovery and helping break that cycle of addiction. Come on, somebody. Let's do it. So join me in praying about what our next facility looks like. Amen, I Everybody. Let's, let's do it. Uh, it it's kind of crazy, you know, even before we decided we were going to do that, uh, we, we were given a financial gift and somebody said, This is for your building fund. And I said, What building fund? We're good. We're going to do things here. And then we found out we weren't. I was like, Oh, Lord, we're just going to go ahead and follow after you. And so there's a building fund that's being established. It'll be up and available and ready this week. And uh, if the Lord leads you to, to contribute to that, please, please do by all means. Uh, next for you guys, uh, I'll just share this, and this is kind of hard for me to share, uh, a little bit on pastoral health. So, um, so, the, so I'm, I'm struggling. My back is uh, in bad bad shape. I've got a subluxation of the L5-S1. Those are my vertebrae, by the way. And uh, I don't know if you saw this morning, I was even struggling to stand here, and they had to bring me a stool. And, so, uh, and I'm sitting right now as a result of that. So uh, the, we have tried so many times to deal with that in non-surgical ways, and we're at the end of what we can do. So this Thursday is my surgery. I'm doing a spinal fusion this Thursday, which means that I'm going to... Be... Oh, thanks, guys. Appreciate that. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know if that was my wife or who that was, but, uh, uh, but it's, been, it's been about three years of trying different th- things, and uh, noth- nothing has really brought relief. So I'm very excited about this week, but that means that I'm going to be gone for a few weeks. And, and I share that with you because I understand that there are people that like my preaching and think it's the best, thanks, I appreciate that, but our pastoral team is going to stand here, and they're going to minister to you over the next few weeks, and here's my ask, my ask is that you come to church, my ask is that you be here, and the reason I'm asking that is because people may come for the preaching, but they stay because of the relationships, and that's you, and I, if you've got a pastoral preference, you know, somebody, somebody's preaching, you prefer, I understand that. But listen, our goal here is to reach people far from God, and that means you. And so I'm asking you, make sure you show up for church. Will you do that for me? Will you come, even though I'm going to be in recovery, will you come and make sure that somebody gets to meet you so that they can meet Jesus? Will you all do that for me? Yeah. So, having said that, our pastoral team is going to start a series that we uh, that we planned uh, starting in Easter. We ask you uh, every year we do this series called "You Ask for It," and uh, we ask. What is it that you want to hear us preach about? And so you gave us a a, a resounding answer and we landed on five different subjects that you asked for. They are relationships, doubt, obedience, peace and forgiveness and sharing your faith. And so this year, our pastoral team is going to walk you through that. And here's what we've done. We're going to try a different approach this year. We're going to try it. All right. Because you all just kind of gave us words that you like. Well, we would like you to know the very first subject is relationships. So here's what I'm asking. Take out your phones right now. Take them out. Go ahead. It's okay. Pastor Aaron said it's all right. Go ahead and take out your phones. Pull up a text message, and I would like you to text a question around our very first subject. What is it you would like us to talk about regarding relationships? So I'm going to give you 30 seconds to do that. The phone number is going to go up on the screen right now so that we can all see it. Can you throw that up there for us? And there it is. So it's 614-655-1015. And as soon as you get that plugged in, I'm going to give you 30 seconds. Text us your questions around relationships and go. Okay, there you go. That's all you get right there, all right? So text those questions in, and what our pastoral team is going to do, we're going to answer those questions next Sunday. There'll be a full panel here. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun. Please make sure you're here for that. Uh, Also want to share, here's what's coming up. September 14th is our women's conference, and this is a free women's conference that we have here. We thought maybe we'd get like 40, maybe 50 people show up, and there are 117 women registered for this event. And uh, let me tell you, not only is the conference free, but we also have uh, Texas Roadhouse that has agreed to cater it for free for all you ladies. So the food is free. So pl- please make sure you do that. You can register on our website if you have not yet. There is a cutoff registration. And I, I thought I heard some guys getting excited. Guys, it's for the ladies. Maybe you didn't hear me say that. Uh, but it's for, it's, for, it's for the women. So. so that's September 14. You can log on our website. Uh, and then I'm super excited because we, uh, every, every fall, we wind up doing a drive. Last year, we did a, a food drive for the Heart Food Pantry, and um, I'm going to play this video, and I'm going to introduce you to uh, a couple of people. This is Joel and Valerie, and I learned something incredible that uh, Joel was doing. He's from Sierra Leone, and uh, I'm super excited to share this with you. Go ahead and roll that be- beautiful bean footage. Hi
1: everyone my name is Joel and I'm here today to talk about the clothes and the things that I sent to Africa. I've been doing this for a long time. I'm from Africa I was born and raised and I was raised in the lowest community so um, I always go back and help and give back whatever I can get so I've been going around getting clothes from people and packaging it and sending it to Africa. Valerie has been a very good help. She has helped a lot and give her kids clothes and money and everything that she can to help. So we've been doing this for a long time.
0: Hi everybody, my name's Valerie Hayden. I've known Joel for over two years now and I've been participating on serving and helping over there just minimal
1: Um, i personally donate my kids clothes there and i collect items from friends and family also to send over there well when i was growing up um, i grew up in this type of environment where we had no shoes and clothes we was hard to get and we have to share one shoe like somebody will use it and give it to this person and so, I don't go there to give because I have. I go there to give because I know how it feels when you don't have. And I always want to put a smile on somebody's face. A lot of the kids, like I felt so bad when I was leaving, most of them did not get like one shirt or one t-shirt. And they were like following me around and asking me, like, can I get one t-shirt, can I get one shoes? So. I wanna do this because I feel the need to help and I know how it feels. We're not asking for much, we just ask for the things that you don't need that are in your basement or in your garage that just lay there that we can send and somebody can make use of them. I'd like to thank everyone for partnering with Joel and myself, helping Sierra Leone
0: and helping changing lives. Um, It's a great opportunity. If you have any questions, please come see Joel or myself. We'd be happy to tell you stories or just let you know of ways of giving.
1: Thank you everyone for thinking about us and thinking about the kids in Africa. Whatever you do, God will bless you for that. Thank you again and we're looking forward to your partnership.
0: So so Joel has been filling tankers and sending them over to Sierra Leone on his own and uh, I just I just all that that you saw there was all that he and Valerie did and so I said, well We got a whole church here. Can we go ahead and just partner with you? And so that's what we're going to do. September 22nd, we'll we'll keep announcing it. But as Joel said, they're looking for old old clothes. Now listen. Let, let's do some gently used clothes. Amen, everybody? Some, some good clothes and shoes that you don't, won't wear anymore that are in good repair. And let's bring them in, bag them up, bring them in. and We're going to drop them off on the 22nd right here at the Connect Center in the back of the room. And Joel will gather all those up and send them over to Sierra Leone where they can make a difference. All right? Awesome. All right. Yeah. Super exciting. So as we continue through the year, we're, we're going to continue. We're going to do our the Halloween party. We partner with the city on October 19th. We'll also do the Angel Tree again. Uh, we'll start uh, gathering up toys for kids. We partner with the Salvation Army in November uh, 17th. But that always launches uh, our our favorite series of the year, and that's the At the Movies series. So November 24th through December 15th, we will do our At the Movies series, and then uh, December 21st. We'll have our Christmas Eve services. Now, that's a Saturday night, and that'll be 5 and 7 p.m. And the reason we do this is so that y'all can enjoy your, your time around the holidays with your family. So, we want to encourage you to do that. Bring friends, bring family. Let's pack the house out December 21st uh, from 5 and 7 p.m. And then at that service, we'll also take up an offering. And 100% of those the offering goes to the Dream Center. So. Last year, we gave somewhere uh, around five grand, I want to say, to the Dream Center, and uh, I would love to continue in that generosity, to grow in that generosity. We'll wrap up the year with no service, December 22nd and 29th, Uh, so there'll be no service here the 29th. There'll be a video that we'll post online so that you can enjoy church on the go, and that's how we're going to finish our year, everybody. Uh, Sound good to you guys? Everybody excited? Got a lot ahead of us uh, still yet to do and a lot for God to do, So, so this is what we've done. This is where we're going, but But you need to see the driving driving force behind all of this, which is our why. And that's our vision statement. And here it is. Reaching people far from God and teaching them to follow Jesus step by step. Now, seeing this vision statement and following hard after it is what brings us God's blessing like Proverbs 29 18 says and we are a blessed church indeed like if you look at all that we've done all that we're going to do with the rest of this year we are pursuing that vision statement to reach people and and we're seeing them come but this vision drives what we do and how we live out our mission and our mission is to help you follow God's vision for your life which we believe are four things it's to know God that's the primary thing that we believe that God intends for you is so that you can know him, that you can have an intimate relationship with him and know him in the way that he knows you. We believe that God wants you to find freedom. Man, we all come to this relationship with God with baggage, don't we? We, we come to it with attitudes, with habits, with thoughts about ourselves, baggage and things and labels that people have put on us that we didn't put on ourselves. And we come to this relationship broken. And God's desire is for us to be whole, for us to find freedom from our old ways, to be transformed in our thinking, and to become brand new. That's his purpose for us. And once we've got those things settled, God's desires for us to understand he has a purpose for your life. He has a purpose for your life. And so there's this opportunity for you to discover your purpose. That's what our growth track is all about. So, And we help you understand your purpose so that you know I can use that thing to make a difference in other people's lives. Now, this is God's vision for your life. And if you don't know that, if you aren't aware that he wants you to know him, find freedom, discover your purpose, and make a difference, if you don't understand that, which you can see all throughout Scripture, then you'll, you'll fall for a counterfeit. You'll believe that life is really all about know me. We live in a very selfie-centric world, right, where life is all about me. Our social media platforms makes life all about me. Us. You'll begin to believe that the point of life is for you to find fame. So that you you're because you're looking for happiness, and we believe that's where it comes from. But I'm gonna tell you something. I know famous people, and they're just as miserable as the rest of us. They are, they struggle just like we do. If if riches and fame brought happiness, which it doesn't, they'd be happy people, and they aren't. The other part of the counterfeit is because what we're looking for, this fame. We think we need to discover a platform so that we can ultimately make a dollar, so that we can make money, because again, that's what's supposed to bring us happiness, and it just isn't. That's not God's plan for your life. I understand that, because along my my journey, I remember that, that I was pursuing these things as well. Many of you, it's the same. But along my journey, somebody continued to invite me. Somebody continued to nudge me. Somebody continued to say, there's more. That God has more you than what you're currently experiencing. And they didn't didn't shame me. They just always invited me. But I had this attitude that a lot of us adopt. It was an attitude of, well, one day. One day I'll follow Jesus. One day I'll go back to church. One day I'll do this. And and this one day when, then, right? It's a when-then issue. We say, (coughs) <coughs> one day when I get married, then I'll serve Jesus. Or one day when I have kids, then I'll get involved. One day when my kids are all grown, then I'll have time. One day when I'm financially stable, then I can give. Like we, we say, one day when? But that one day never comes. We say, one day when? And then, and then we say, one day when? And one day when? We just keep pushing it off. <coughs> but I'm here to tell you today what 2 Corinthians 6 tells us, that now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. Now is your time to act. Now is the time. And if you will act, if you will respond, I believe that each and every single one of you in this room will find God's favor for your life. You say, favor, Aaron, what good is favor? Listen, favor, a moment of favor is worth a lifetime of effort. You need favor. So what does it mean that you need to do? What means that you need to take your next step. Well, when do I do that? Now? Today. That you need to be willing that whatever your next step is, to go ahead and take it. Because we all have next steps. I have next steps. We all, I'm taking a big one on Thursday. We've all got next steps. Then here's what your next step might be. Your first one might be to commit your whole life to God. It, it's time. I'm not sure where you're at in your spiritual journey, but it's time. Because unless you go all in with God, Christianity is not going to make any sense for you. And honestly, unless you go all in, you're not going to like it. When you're just dipping your toe in. When you're just kind of dabbing in it. In fact, Jeremiah says this, God's speaking in Jeremiah 29, 13. He said, if you look for me wholeheartedly. He didn't say half-heartedly. He didn't say, if you just look for me a little bit. He said, if you look for me wholeheartedly, with your whole heart, you'll find me. He said, I will be found by you, says the Lord. And so for all of us in this room, it's time to go all in. And some of us haven't. Some of it, it plays out in different ways. Like for example, we know that in scripture, and it tells us 21 times, by the way, that one of the ways that God loves to be loved is when we lift up our hands and we worship and we praise. And yet we go, well, I'm just a little more comfortable and just swaying. Well, it doesn't sweat, say sway to the Lord in the scriptures. It says to lift your hands. It, it, that's, it's just what it says. It, see, I feel like if we were going all in, then we would, we would join what scripture says, and we'd go all in. Now, I'm not here to shame anybody. I'm just saying there's more for you. Take the next step. Surrender the control of your life to Jesus. Surrender your control. Because see, that's what salvation is. You know that, right? It's not just about praying the prayer. It's about what comes after the prayer. You fully surrendering your life to God. Saying, Jesus, you're in charge. And that your way is better, and I'm going to get on board for it. And if he's in charge, it means whatever he tells you to do, you don't get to look at it and go, well, that's not very comfortable for me. I don't really like that. Well, is Jesus Lord or not? I mean, he's either Lord of all or he's not Lord at all. Like, he, he's not going to play second fiddle to anything or anyone. That means your opinion. That means your preferences. You say, well, I don't like how you're talking right now. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm really, it, it's just what Scripture says, that he's Lord. And he has to be Lord of our lives. And some of you get that. And you understand this lordship in your life. And yet you still haven't done the very first thing he's asked you to do, which is to make your relationship with God public. You do that through something called baptism. Well, I've got good news for you. If you haven't done that yet, if you've said, Jesus be Lord of my life, we're doing baptisms today. You say, well, Aaron, I didn't bring any clothes. I went and bought you some yesterday. (laughs) We've got shorts. We've got T-shirts. Well, I didn't bring a towel. We've got that too. Well, but Aaron, I've got lunch plans afterwards. It's Labor Day weekend. My hair's going to be all mess and sopping wet. Listen, Jesus hung on a cross for you and bled and died. You can handle a little wet hair. Amen, everybody? So, some of you are getting a little uncomfortable, but let me tell you if you've made a commitment to follow Jesus, today's your day. What I'll ask you to do at the end of service is walk out these doors, and in the parking lot, there's a baptism tank there. You'll find our next steps pastor. His name is Jason. Jason will get you prepared. Just let them know, hey, I'm here to get baptized today. And we'll baptize as many people as we got clothes for. All right, everybody? Because I, I didn't know how many to buy and I didn't know how many would respond. But today's your day. Today, today's your day to go all in. So, so it's time. The next step you might need to take is to surround yourself with the right relationships. This is everybody in this room. And this also might be the most impactful thing that you can do with your life, aside from saying yes to Jesus. Do you know why? Because if you'll show me who your friends are, I'll show you who you are, and I'll also show you who you're becoming. Friends are important. The people that you surround yourself with, they determine your future. Many of you are in toxic relationships, and you're well aware of it, and you've been holding on to it, and those people are taking you nowhere good. Well, that's why we have our grow groups. Today, you can sign up for our grow groups. We, we launched and made them available last week. There are small groups of people that gather around lots of different activities and studies. There's lots of reasons why they get together. But the point of them getting together is to get together and fellowship. It's so that you can have godly friends in your life that are godly influences for you. Some of you have been holding on to bad relationships because you got nobody else. Well, let me tell you something. Get in a group and go ahead and make some room and get out of them relationships. Amen, everybody? Amen. Some of y'all, guys and girls, you're dating boneheads right now. Go ahead and get out your phone and text them right now. Hey, we done. I'm out. <laughs> if you need to blame Pastor Aaron, go ahead and say, Pastor Aaron said. But, but for real, it, it's time. It's time to get in right relationships. You say, man, Aaron, you don't talk like this very often. Listen, I got something to do today. God's got something in my heart, and it's time it's time for you to make a decision. Proverbs 13 20 says walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffers harm. It's time to walk with some wise people. It's time to walk with some people that are walking with Jesus and it's time to join a grow group. Listen if you try one out and you don't like it just jump in another. That's okay. Nobody's gonna have their feelings hurt. You you can try them all if you want to. Listen, there are people attending these groups. They're so popular and so they're, they're so much fun and so great relationally. There's people in our groups that don't even go to our church. They're like our. they like, well, I really like my church, but I love your groups. Fine, join. You're gonna meet some incredible people. Join a group. For the others of you, maybe it's time for you to discover your God-given purpose. This is your next step. Maybe, maybe it's time to discover that and to understand that all the days were ordained for you were written in your book before one of them came to be. This is what David's saying in Psalm 139. He says, all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. You say, well, Aaron, if my days were ordained, if they were written for me, the life I'm living can't be the life that God has written for me. No, you're, you're probably right about that. The problem is, is, is for, us, from, for some of us, we've been writing our own story, and the pen belongs in God's hand. But we've been holding on to that pen, and we've been writing a story, which, by the way, thus far, we probably say is not very good. But if you're willing to surrender the pen, here's what God does. He takes the pen, and he begins writing a different story. And when he begins to write the story, the whole theme of your story changes. It will go from bad to being good, but not just from that point on. See, what God does is something called redemption. And this I'm getting a little excited redemption is when he takes all the bad stuff and uses it for good stuff. Amen. That's 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 what God does when you decide to surrender the pen when you decide to let him begin writing your story. And it's time. He it not only changed the direction of your story, but he'll change the theme of it. The totality of your story was bad, but now it's good. Ephesians 2.10 says, for we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works. Listen, you're not saved by the good things you do. Jesus died for you. That's how you get saved, placing your faith in him, saying, Jesus be Lord. But once you're saved, he's like, hey, I got a whole bunch of stuff that I designed for you to do before you were ever born. That means that before there was a you, there was a thing for you to do. Let that sink in that you didn't pop out of the womb, and he goes, oh, that's how they're made? Okay, well, then this is what I've got for him to do. No, he said, I've got this for him to do, so I'm going to make him a specific way to do a specific thing. God has a design for you, and if you'll understand your design, you'll understand your destiny. So, it's important that you discover your design. That's why I'm going to invite you to the four-step growth track. Growth track happens it on on, starts on the first Sunday of every month. That means, and it happens during our second service. So this next service is step one. Well, listen, I'm not asking for eternity. I'm asking for four Sundays. Give us four Sundays so you can understand your design. Last thing is maybe it's time to live your life doing something that matters. Maybe it's time to start. You know, time is short. And I believe, like, like man, we're living in the end of days. Like, like, even if it's not the end times. Like, I see all kinds of prophecies and things that are being fulfilled that Jesus could come back in any moment. You say, are you trying to scare me? I would to God that I could scare you. But I'm just loving you, telling you the truth. That, that there is a day when, when all of this ends. And so we have to do our best to make a difference now to do something with our life that is making a difference in somebody else's life, to use our lives for eternal purposes. And that can't be a, well, one day then kind of thing. We just can't do it. Psalm 90, verse 12, this is my prayer, and this is my prayer for you, is that we would be taught to number our days and recognize how few they are. Help us to spend them as we should. My prayer for you is to realize that that you have a purpose and that there's there's something you can do to to make a difference. That no matter your past, no matter what you've done or where you've been, I I don't care if if you've, you've been married and divorced. I don't care if you've been told you were worth nothing. I don't care if you've lived a life of worthlessness where you've you you've lived a life that was all about you. I don't care if you've been incarcerated, I don't care if you've been addicted. to to any kind of drugs or alcohol or pornography. I, I don't care. God doesn't either. The reason he doesn't care is because he already settled your debts. He did that through Jesus. This isn't about your past. He cares about right now and your future, which can look very different than it's ever looked before. But you have to know what to embrace and what's next. You have to know, you have to see clearly what God has for you so that you can connect with his blessing and his favor for you. I want that for me and you need it. You, you need it. And we need to know in this time what matters most with the time that we have left. And there are only three things that really matter most if you think about it. The first one is that God matters. God matters. Having a relationship with him matters most. The most important thing about you is what you think about God. It's the most important thing about you. He matters most. And here's the deal. Again, I'm not trying to scare you, but the Bible tells us that tomorrow is not promised to any of us. That today's the day of salvation that every breath we breathe is a gift. So why not today? Why not choose today? Go all in, God has more for you. The next thing that matters is people matter. People matter. We don't do all of this, we we don't have children's ministry and, and all that we do just because it's fun, it's awesome, no. We do all this because you matter. In fact, if just one of you responds today to take your next step, all this was for you because you matter to God. And the last thing that matters is eternity matters. matters. This is why we give of our time, of our treasure, and of our talent. It's why we tithe. That's why we serve. Because every time we give that way, we're making an investment in heaven, in eternity. Because when we give, when we serve, we're making a difference in someone else's life. And our giving and our serving is why people will wind up in eternity in heaven with our Father. And that's what we want. So why not today? Why not go all in for God's vision for your life? Let's do it today. Let's make commitments now and let's pray. Father, today I just pray that you would speak to our hearts. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would just nudge us (laughs) to go all in with you and to experience your blessing and your favor as we take those steps to get on board for what you have for us, Lord. To get baptized, to join a group, to begin new and healthy relationships, to discover our purpose, complete the growth track, and Lord, to join a team where we get to make a difference in people's lives and make a difference in eternity. God, we pray that you would help us, embolden us, lead us to join your plan and your purpose for our lives. Now, for those of us that are here, there's an opportunity right now for you to say yes to Jesus. And we've got to make this quick. If you're ready to make Jesus Lord of your life, I'm going to pray a prayer. This is your moment. This is your opportunity. You don't need to stand or come to the front. If you'll just slip up your hand right now, we'll pray a prayer. Would you say, Aaron, that's me. I'm going to do it. Do it now. Slip your hand up say, Aaron, that's me. Yeah, appreciate you. It's bold. Awesome. Love you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Everybody join me in this prayer. Say, Jesus, I need you. Forgive me of my sins and make me brand new. Show me how to live for you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.